is a Bramble Jam podcast. Hello, everybody. Um, I believe that the children are our future. Oh, and interesting. I love Sign Seal Delivered. I never thought of it that way. Mm, that's really good. I, now that you've you've said it, I, I'm I'm Panda, and I too believe that uh, the children are our future. I didn't think about it before. I I thought that they weren't, but uh, you've convinced me. And uh, I like when Sign Seal Delivered. This is throwing for me for loop, guys, because I've always thought chicken wings were our future. Yeah, like always. Yeah, hot wings no, were no, our yeah. future. Like, and I, I feel like I should stand by that, but gosh, maybe kids are the future. Yeah. Hot wings are harder to find now. They are children. Are, children are our future, and I'm Dan. I despise signs sealed delivered, and this is the Deck the Hallmark podcast. podcast. See, there's a chicken wing shortage, but there's not a kid shortage that I know of. So, yeah. by those numbers alone, kids are our future. Kids are our future. But it's close. Absolutely. It's close. Closer I than mean, I wanted let's to not, admit. Let's not talk too badly about chicken wings before we get, you know, do you know what I have not had in a while? The only thing going wings against on the run. It, yeah, gosh, I love it. Man. The only thing that's going against it is the fact that there's a chicken wing shortage. Without that shortage, of course, chicken wings are our future. Have you guys heard the chicken wing song? Chicken wing bait. Goes, goes, <laughs> chicken, chicken wing, wing chicken wing, hot dog and bologna, chicken and macaroni, chilling with my homies. Chicken wing, chicken wing, hot dog and bologna, talking mm. macaroni, chilling mm. with my homies. <laughs> Songs a bop. Who's it, it by? Uh, I don't remember. Well, shout out to that person Good. getting a huge payday yeah. when all of our listeners go That's and check right. out that song. Um, That's uh, for sure. Hold on, I'll, I'll pull it up. Seriously though, if you're in Greenville, Wings on the Run. <laughs> <laughs> not <laughs> not a paid sponsor. Oh, Ricky yeah. Desk. Ricky Desktop. <laughs> yeah. That's not a thing. You, yeah, Ricky Desk. You stopped with Desk. Ricky Desktop. Top. Chicken fried Zach Brown. Bam. When'd you look that up? Oh, no, I just typed in chicken. Oh, okay. I was and about to say, I thought it was your re- relative searches. I was like, all right. Yeah, the chicken wing beat. The chicken wing beat. So I don't know if you guys remember this, but um, earlier this week we did our show prep. Yes. Yep. And we talked about how on Thursday's show, we're yes, going yes, yes, yes. yeah, yeah, to let Panda yeah, do it. Yep. And on Friday's show, we're going to let Dan do the intro. Yep. Do you remember this? I don't remember this. But you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. do you have something? Prepared? And I've been trying to get stage call onto the onto the program for a while. Yes, it's stage call. We all do our best <laughs> stage call where we introduce someone coming to the stage. Yeah. Um, and I think it's a bit that's worth doing stage call. <laughs> I do think that both of you have misunderstood what we do at the beginning of the show. But I listen. Yes, no, your no. intro. I have been look every day, every time we do show prep. I come in and I say today, the opening the opening bit stage call. And Panda sometimes is with me, and you still overrule rule us like you rule with yep. some iron fist around yep. here. Yeah. Well, that's and so my, my vote, I now, I guys. Now, I don't want to get into it. My vote does count. Uh, it for does. Two. It shouldn't. Um, well, and so I'm meeting for two. I I want to do stage call. That's what I want to do. Can we do stage call? Let's do a stage call. <laughs> yes, we can. can do you stage go first, Brand. It's time for stage call. Um. <laughs> ah. Oh, okay, that's pretty good. Now. 
now coming to the stage is Lefty Lucid. That's really good. Yeah, that is really good. See, aren't you glad we did this? I am glad we did this. That's right. Panda. Hey, everybody. Why don't you go ahead and welcome to the stage our friend Lefty Lucy and his buddy righty tighty <laughs> i mean that was okay <laughs> it's okay you think lefty lucy is a uh is a ma- as a man i don't know all right lucy lefty lucy lucy the righty tidy <laughs> righty tidy i don't know his buddy righty tidy yeah yeah that's pretty that's pretty good thanks you want can i go yeah then you go ahead and now <laughs> Starting for one night only in the stage right in front of you. You know him. You love him. From North Carolina. Lefty. Lucy. See, I've been working on it for a while. That was really good. That was really good. Are you guys ready to dive in? No. No, no, no. Sorry. You said I got to do the opening segment of this show. Yeah. Yeah, What else did he have? I wanted to do stage call. Yeah. And then Rig has been in my ear for a while. For a long time. Does Rick want to do stage call? Uh, no, he has a segment called Butts Out. Now, yep. now and from what, right. from, from what I understand, he believes, are you okay? No, I'm fine. He believes that there should be designated areas in any establishment where you should be able to put your cigarette butt out. Now, I have explained what? to him. I'm sorry, say it once more. Listen, I'll just take it from here. Yeah. We all smoke cigarettes, right? No, we do, <laughs> no, not, we do not. Yes, you do. Don't lie to yourself. There should be in every establishment a circle, and it just says in big letters, butts out. And you, what you do is, is you, when you finish with your ciggy, you just put the butt in there, the ciggy butt, and you're done How's with that your cigarette. Ashtray. No, ashtrays are lame. <laughs> this I sounds have like those it. at every table. You can't smoke inside. Right. But if you have a butt. <laughs> If you have a butts out circle, then in case someone is smoking inside and shouldn't be, they can put the butts out in there. Can I just ask you this though? Yeah. Like from a just a what is the like I'm not again, I'm not trying to I'm bring still, up yeah. I'm not trying to bring up ashtrays. No, I know they're old school. But what is the primary difference between an ashtray and a butts out circle? I don't circle? think you're listening. The butts out circle is where you put your cigarette butts out. That's why it's called butts out. Right, but isn't that what you do I've with an ashtray? I've been trying to get this off the ground for a while. You don't have to do any ashtrays. You don't have to buy any of the metal. You just draw a circle with a, some chalk or something. Okay. And you just put, you just put butts out. So you're having people put out their cigarette butts. And you just say butts out. On the table. Point. And you just and you just, just right in into there. the fabric yes. of the table. Butts so out. is everyone smoking on in the establishment? It so you're would saying- help us secret smokers to know where to put our butts out. <laughs> Why don't you just do it outside? Well, like where would the butts else? out circle be? You wouldn't need it. Well, at see, that so you're saying the butts out has to be inside? Yeah, at every establishment. But you're not allowed if to. You smoke- could make it. You could use a crayon. You could use a sharpie if you want to keep the same spot. But it's butts out. So you mean to tell me that you think that restaurant owners would rather yes. have people damaging their tables? Yeah, and I understand what you're saying, but it's a quality, like, tabletop bar. Your butts out stand's going to be just fine. Huh. 
I think you're overthinking the idea. I think you're overthinking no, the no, idea no, no, because no. ashtrays exist. And it just says butts out. And people will understand. Right, but they'll understand ashtrays too, Rig. No. No, those are illegal now inside. I understand. You can't but smoke just inside. Because, but, but why are you smoking? Why are you starting this? Out? If I do, then I have a butts out circle. Well, if you but do, if you, you do, easy, you just draw it. It's the same <laughs> as an app. Okay, if you are this a restaurant owner, if you're a restaurant, this is a whole nother, this is four for two all over again. If you're a restaurant owner and you're like concerned about people doing a secret smoke and you want to have them have a place, why not just use an ashtray? Or put it in a secret spot where there's like a code word or something that where you got to go for your butts This out. is different. You're, you're pivoting. No, butts out. That's my idea. And this is why, Bran, in show prep, you don't do this. You don't give us the floor. We got the wave from Panda. We got butts out over here from Rick. I stand by my. To be my fair, wave. when I heard butts out, I thought it was going to be way worse than that. Yeah, no, that's yeah. fair. No, so, it that's was fair. That's yeah. fair. Man, I feel so bad for the science field delivered fans, the postables. <laughs> yeah, that come on in once a week, ready butts to play ball. Offensive to them. Um, <laughs> let's talk about one calls the heart season one episode six. It's the future me. Uh, it originally aired on May 25th, 2014. <laughs> the comments in the in the chat are wonderful. Oh, yeah? Are they with it? Um, um, uh, secret smokers open for butts out. Somebody said that. <laughs> Somebody said it's cheaper to draw it. I'm with Rick. Yeah. Thank you, Jessica. <laughs> Hey, go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry. The future me originally aired on May 25th, 2014, and it went a little knock, something. Knock, <laughs> knock. Knock, Brandy. Who's there? Big fella. <laughs> big, big fella. Big fella, Rippy. <laughs> hey, Rippy, how you doing, I'm buddy? eating some ribs. Eating some ribs. Loving my life. Eating some ribs. I call dibs on all the ribs. You can't have none. They're all for me. Now, Rippy. Today's ribs are brought to you by Denny's. Did you oh know they gosh. had ribs? No. <laughs> no. I bet you didn't. You got to do the secret knock at the door. I know it. What's the knock? I'm not telling you. The ribs are for me. Are they good? Yeah, they are. You know what I need, though? What? A nap. No. We're not doing this this week. You last week, you what? You want to know what happened to me last week after this show? I went home. home. I went into my closet and I checked every pocket <laughs> because you left me with the understanding, Rippy, that every article of clothing comes with a pre-installed wet nap. <laughs> Nary a single article of clothing in my closet had a wet nap. You've been it. buying your clothes at the bargain bin. <laughs> yeah, but that's you've not. You've been buying them at Oslo's down there around the corner. Oslo's, that's where Oslo's you've been buying them. Great. Yeah. I'm was, sorry. You know what? You want to happen to me, Brand? Thanks what, for asking. What? <laughs> I went outside. I curled up in the fetal position. I cried myself to sleep with because I hands didn't. Because you didn't have a nap for me. But you're the one bringing the ribs, I, Rippy. As part of me buying 2014. You said you would fuck no, me a nap. No one told me that. There. You look at the contract. Okay, I'll look at the contract. I will bring a wet nap float next week. Me a nap. I currently do not have a wet nap. Can you float a brother a nap? I don't have one. I don't have <laughs> Can one. Can you spare a square of a nap? Right, a quarter of a nap? Here you go. You ready? I'm ready. You threw nothing. <laughs> <laughs> it's a podcast. Can you just roll with it? You it threw audio. nothing. You threw nothing? Under that soundboard, there's some nap. There's not any nap. There's not. Major look. 
Gotta win a little something like that. synopsis. I'll lick my fingers. Don't worry. Uh, there's two people that are buying uh, some furniture for uh, from a guy. He's had honey on them. The Denny's wings have honey on them, folks. You said wings, not ribs. Sorry. That's got wings get. on the mind. Money on the wings. So there's two people that are buying some furniture from a guy that most definitely rides a motorcycle. They uh, can't fully open a drawer, so the motorcycle guy, again, I'm just assuming, reaches back behind the drawer and feels something that's jamming it on the track, pulls it out. It's an old letter. So when a very hit postal worker that wears shorts and is having a good time comes on by, he hands it to her and she's like, I know exactly what to do with this. Her name is Kimmy, and she walks in and hands the letter to Rita. Apparently, Kimmy is also signing up for uh, the the pageant. You know the one. Uh, what was it called? Little Miss Postal Worker. Little Miss Postal Worker. Uh, you did say Wind Calls the Heart, not Signs to the Did I really? Yeah, Gosh, I'm promise, sorry. So. The Miss Special Delivery Pageant uh, is what we got going on there. Uh, she's also uh, uh, competing in it, and she kind of wanted to see what Rita's all about because Rita's signed up. Uh, you know, size up the competition, if you will. Shane sends her on her way. You're not welcomed here. Oliver walks in and, um, you know, fills the group in that his wife is staying in Paris longer than he thought. He seems okay, but Rita and Norman know that he's a mess because his tie not is different. <laughs> so they open the letter and Oliver gives the assignment to Norman, who's able to track down where the desk came from a high school in the area turns out the uh the, that's where that's where it's from we meet a new boss that's you know the new boss and her daughter is also going to compete in the pageant and the boss tells rita that she better back off so the message delivered uh, Oliver and Shane, there's awkward tension just oozing out of them. Uh, go to find the person who wrote the letter. They go to the flower shop, and it's owned by a guy named Bobby. Bobby has Down syndrome. The letter was written to, to, to Miss Bobby from Ellie. They're all very confused, but Bobby's like, let me just get Ellie out here. Ellie's there. Ellie wrote, uh, she also has Down syndrome, and uh, there was an assignment in school where she was to write a letter to her future self. And she's been in love with Bobby since high school. And uh, she explains that the letter was to write a letter to the future self. And she thought that she would be married to Bobby by now. She's not. And the letter kind of inspires her to finally uh, muster up the courage to talk to her parents about it, to get married. So she asks Shane and Oliver, will you take me home so I can talk to my parents? And uh, Ellie tells her parents that she wants to get married. And her dad says no and sends her inside. And Oliver and Shane go on their way. Shane helps Rita get ready for the pageant, complete with a makeover and a potential HR complaint, as Oliver and Norman just stare her up and down for what seems like an hour. <laughs> She's ready. <laughs> Suddenly, uh, Ellie's dad walks in and says that Ellie is gone, and he thinks that they went to a lope. And so Norman and Rita go to see if there was a marriage certificate uh, applied for or whatever it was. And so the dad takes uh, Shane and Oliver up to the place that they got married, thinking that uh, the, the story that they told all these years inspired her to go up there. Nowhere to be found. But, you know, 
Oliver and Shane do what they do and give some unsolicited advice to a father. Um, and they head back in. They find Bobby and Ellie there. And uh, they are like, we wanted to wait for you because we want to get married and we want you to be there. The dad once again doubles down on no. And that is when Oliver once again just does what Oliver does. And he's like, think you're really blowing it dad he does it better than that but you guys yeah, get the gist pretty much um and so they end up doing the wedding and it's wonderful the dad shows up it's beautiful and at the reception they're dancing and you want to know who else is dancing oliver and shane mm. oliver the twitter, says the twitterverse calls him sholiver Ooh, well, we'll leave that to them. Uh, so they're dancing. Oliver says, we never did do that dance. They dance, and boy, is it happening. They get back to the post office in time for the pageant, and Rita doesn't show up as sexy Rita. She shows up as just standard old Rita, and Norman likes that. Mm. She's going to be herself. She's going to skate to do the competitions. She's going to do her, do her little talent where she recites the code. But then when they ask her about, you know, how they're going to fix the post office or whatever, she gives a very inspirational converse, uh, uh, a speech. And Norman's back there standing up, very excited. And, uh, it, I, you know, I don't know for sure that she wins, but I think we can all guess that she wins. And we're all cheering them on. And now, my friends, what? Signed, sealed, sealed delivered. delivered. The future, future me. That's exactly right, everybody. Let's take a quick break, and we will come back, and we'll break this episode down with four segments here on Deck the Hallmark. So they went with Sholiver. Sholiver is what they went with. I guess he can't go with. And the O is capitalized, so it's S, little h, big O, L-I-V. What is a postable? That's a good, it's a Postmates. I believe something with a delivery system, I believe. <laughs> I'm not sure, though. Works every day. We'll get to the bottom of it. Post-able. Yeah. They're post-able. They're post- they're, We are yeah. able, able to post. To post. I like that. That's I like good. that. That's, That's good. Really good. Um, the key to the postables is they capitalize the P and the O because it stands mm-hmm. for post office. Oh, that's clever. Man, they, they, listen, the postables. Well thought out. Yeah. No, one, no one thinks about capital letters more than the, 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 the postables. That's and I so appreciate true. that. Yeah. Yep. That's true. Sholiver. I guess you can't go with... You know, O'Hane. <laughs> yeah, O'Hane would be real bad. Yeah. Yep. O'Hane. Oh, no. O'Hane. O'Hane. It's better than now that I'm starting to think about it. Actually. O'Hane. O'Hane. Um, let's do this. Let's talk about this episode. Let's do it with the starting with the wait, what, of course. I'm sorry, the what, the hallmark. I mean, the hot take uh, where we share exactly how we felt about this episode of television. Let's start with you, Panda. Panda, <laughs> hot take. Yeah. Um, so listen, guys, I got to be honest with you. This episode did not do it for me. Um, I don't think it was their best effort. Uh, and maybe it was after last week uh, where we had just such a dynamic episode uh, with a lot of just really incredible moments. This episode just didn't do it for me. I, I wasn't into the story particularly. Uh, I feel like this is, I mean, Oliver and Shane consistently overstep their bounds in the show, which is fine. This one seems pe- uh, peculiarly, uh, extravagantly overstepping into the life of a of a dad uh, and mom who are trying to you know parent in a incredibly difficult situation, um, and so 
that didn't do it for me. The Norman and Rita stuff was okay, I guess. Um, but Shane and Oliver didn't really have a lot of dynamic scenes together, which I think the show we've already kind of established hinges on those moments. Um, and so what it amounted to was in some sense, kind of a throwaway episode. I don't, I think that this is their worst episode so far. Um, yeah, and that's unfortunate. I'm not saying it's a bad show. I'm not saying it's a bad episode intrinsically. I just, for, compared to what else we've had so far, this is uh, not good in comparison. So, uh, yeah, that's that's where I'll leave it at. I do understand what you're saying. I do think the story, uh, I don't know, the one with the with uh, Ullerup. Grayson and Holton, Emily, that was, uh, Emilia Ullerup's the that worst That story one. was worse. And the, the characters in this one are more are more likable than that one. But it did seem as if it was the story was much more on the back burner than maybe in uh, prior weeks. Like, I don't even think we get to the story, like, to those people until, like, like the people that we are going to spend the rest of the episode with until, like, 15 minutes into the episode or something like that. So it took a little while to get there. But I'll say this. If all of that was to get to a wedding where Oliver and Shane dance again. It was all worth it, darn it. Um, it that was just great. And you know what? The um, Norman Rita stuff works for me this week. The uh, Him being just so, like, it just worked when she, when she was getting ready to go on stage and she was nervous and he gave her the speech about the shell that can't be broken on that one thing on the one little bug. And then the, she was able to do like work that into her speech and he was back there. So proud of her. All of that worked very, very much for me. Um, so not as strong as the last couple weeks, but still I had a wonderful time watching this uh, television program and uh, I'm ready for more. Dan. It's the fewest weight watts that I've had in an episode. Mm -hmm. But yep. it also is the fewest cares that I've given, uh, for sure. The worst letter is Grayson Holt. I disagree with uh, you. Amelia Ullerup. I think that one's terrible. He's been building a house for 20 years, even though his, he didn't bother to make sure his letter was sent. That's inexcusable. Shane and Oliver uh, go over their boundaries in literally every episode, in my opinion. That is the thing that I've given and suspended my disbelief with. It just doesn't make the episode good. It just, there's a lot of time spent on the missed postal service, whatever, and that's awful. Um, that doesn't work for me. The, you know, there's something about this, this plot line that feels like that inspiration inoculation, you know, like that stuff that's just designed to make you feel better about your, yourself. And, and, um, I, it didn't really do anything for me. And I it just kind of felt saccharine and not, great to me um the shane and oliver stuff was just too little too late in my opinion yep. not good television uh unfortunately coming off two episodes that i think are just dynamite for hallmark standards you know best thing i've seen on hallmark um but just for tv standards in 2014 i would say good tv so um yeah disappointing for sure and the good news is is i i do think the movies are going to be solid yeah. and i think we're going to get character development across the yep. board but uh, you know, I saved this to watch last because I'm now until this one, I was, I felt like the show was building momentum and I was kind of like, man, this is something that I look forward to and it won't be tough to like pay attention and lock in. But this one didn't do it. This one didn't do it. And that's fine. I mean, good television shows have bad episodes. This was, it was not good. Um, I think it's also the one episode where like the advice from Oliver just didn't land. Mm -hmm. No, like, it's like no. not your place, man. Like, first of all, in this specific situation, 
you you have known her, the girl Ellie, for a day. Like that that family has been parenting her and walking alongside her journey yep. since birth. So yep. while I while I think there obviously is a, a place and time to have a conversation with a father about that, the prescription that he gives her, knowing her for one day, uh, felt very uh, heavy handed yep. and like just not your your place to do that. Yep. Like that is a place of a good friend, like we're talking to his his buddy, being like, "Hey, man, like maybe it's time to loosen the reins a little bit." Like that's that conversation, not Oliver going in with, you know, half a day with Ellie being like, "I think she's re- I think she's ready, guys." Like <laughs> she's not, buddy. Yeah. Um, let's uh, let's do all the feels. Panda, what you feeling? Uh, the biggest feel obviously is the dance at the end is really solid. I think Norman getting nervous around Reed is pretty cute as well. Um, and then, uh, yeah, that's it. That's what I got. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, yeah. Uh, Norman doing the thing at the end worked, uh, for me. And obviously the, uh, anytime they dance, I think it's going to give me feels. Um, but it was the first time that the norm Norman Rita storyline gave me any sort of feels. Yeah. So good. Was good for that. Didn't really have any feels. Um, just didn't have any. Didn't really do much for me all episode. I mean, them dancing at the end was fine, I guess. I, I just, it just didn't, this thing just didn't work for me. And the 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 Norman Rita stuff didn't work for me at all. I, I would be wholeheartedly disagreeing with you on that. I think he gets some fun comedic stuff to do. And I'm I'm starting to like him, I guess. But like those two characters... It just feels like, man, they could, they could be much better sidekicks and fun characters if we weren't worried about shipping them so hard. And it, it I don't know. What's their name? Is it Rorman? Is it, Rorman? Is no, it no, no. Nita? No, no, Rita. Is it Nita? Narita? Narita. Mm. Uh, I'll take a couple bags of the oh. nacho cheese Naritas. Naritas. I see what you did there. Nicely done. <laughs> Thank you. It's definitely not Friday. We definitely haven't been doing this all evening. Hey, let's be right this back. Good stuff. Let's be right I back. Like it. Two bags of Naritas coming right up okay. here at Dollar. Someone Closing asked if we, um, Sorry, go ahead. someone asked if we realized that Kimmy was Faith. Yes. For one yes. Apart. Of course we yeah. did. Yeah. Love her. Andrea Brooks. Is that her name? She's great. It's a delight. I just wrote on my notes. Hey, Kimmy. Hey, Kimmy. There it is, guys. It's hey, happening. Closing the, the tabs. tabs are clo- closing tabs. Don't want my phone to burn. So I'll close the tabs during recording. <laughs> I know how, how to close all my tabs. tabs. <laughs> Let's um let's do this, boys. Wait, what? Okay. Any, some what? Yeah. Panda, what you got? The only one I have is uh, I, I just have a question about this Miss Post Office or whatever it's called. Yeah. It? Um, they say that Kimmy goes around from location to location trying to win this award. Classic. My question is why? Yeah. Or how? Or how? <laughs> like I. <laughs> Or just what? What? <laughs> like I, I, I'm. Is there money that's attached? Why would you devote? This isn't a livable, sustainable. No. What? It makes you like. That's the first thing that I've seen in this, and I'm like, are they trying to make the post office look bad? Like the, the, it, it is just a bad, a bad look. Yeah, I just. 
What? Yeah. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. I have no clue. I, the post office comes off real bad in this episode. Yes. It does, yes. It doesn't look between, good. Between that and then the new boss being clearly just awful. Like yeah. there's a lot that the post yeah. office doesn't. Was not good. But I don't know if you know this or not, but they're not necessarily affiliated with the post. They do this whole they thing. They do the thing. Listen, yeah, yeah, yeah. we're not who we think say we are. <laughs> let 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 do you have any more, Panda? <laughs> no, that was it. Wow. So I want to get, listen, I don't want to be, I would never want to overanalyze something, but I am not convinced that the way that Rita sorts the mail is any faster than how the other girls were sorting the mail. Can you guys back me up on this one? What Rita does She's on her skates, which are unnecessary in yes. this specific situation. Absolutely. And she basically just sorts it all there. Yeah. Well, she uh, gets, she's she getting it all in order. It's really her memory that so is. So she's yes. memorizing. That's yes. right. She's so memorizing. she's memorizing. And so she's looking at everything. And they are already. And these doofuses are going one at a time. Yeah. But if the other girl had just brought the package with her, she would have won. Yeah. Because the girl gets back there and she realizes that she already took her package so that she's she's like, oh, I guess I can't do that. I guess I can't win. But the only reason why she didn't win is because she had to go back for the package. Rita put to put it all in her hands. That's right. She was still putting stuff in, in the roller mailboxes. Skates do nothing here. The yeah, roller nothing, skates do nothing. nothing. I don't I'm not convinced that she would have won. Well, thank um, you. Is that googly eye? It is a googly eye. Why do you have a googly eye on your on your sketchers? Because I'm a dad. Yeah. Yeah. Google has happened. Um, so that was my biggest thing is I'm just not convinced. I'm not convinced yet. I, I have to see more game film, uh, break it down a little bit more. Break it down. Um, because it's just, yeah. Uh, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, I'm with you. All right, Dan. Um, Kimmy's video of playing the tuba, the title of that video is Tuba Anyone with no, uh, <laughs> Tuba uh, Anyone with no, like, question mark. Really? There's no question not mark? Tuba Anyone. It just says Tuba Anyone. I love it. There's no question There's no mark. There's no question mark. Are you positive? I'm positive. It just says tuba anyone. Tuba anyone. That's it. Tuba anyone? Nope. No, nope. that question was question mark. mark. No, no, no. That was a question Sorry, mark. Sorry, Carl. Try again. Tuba anyone. Yeah. That still felt questionable. Yeah. Yeah. Tuba anyone. Yeah. It is, it is Carl, not. Yeah. Carl does Carl, not get it. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then next, guys, the school system goes through desks like crazy i mean we work at a private school and there are broken desks all the time mm -hmm. for this guy in an antique store to know all of the information about this desk that was only seven years old yep well no but they got it because of the only reason they were able to really figure it out is because of the markings but he has all when he's walking to the desk he gives all this information about yeah. like the district it's from and everything Kick rocks. That is not <laughs> happening. There's no world where that's happening. This school was very like, yeah, they, they had a, a, a lot of really there. Just been just next level above and beyond. And then I believe Norman is reading a book called misspelled words of the English language. Yes, and I is. just have questions about the structure of that particular book. That's yeah. fascinating. Are yeah. the, are the words spelled correctly? And then it shows you all the misspellings. What, I love that bit though. They has these yes. obst obscure yes. random books that I just love that. Tuba anyone. Tuba anyone. Tuba, tuba anyone. Tuba anyone. Uh, Still felt question, question, Carl. Carl. 
<laughs> oh no! All right, Carl. Thank you. Uh, is that it, Dan? That's it, man. Love it, buddy. Love it. Um, <laughs> let's get to what people have been uh, calling the internet the most important part of every week, which is the post office worker of the week, mm-hmm. postal worker of the week, if you will. Yeah. Uh, Dan, go ahead. I got an email, and and the entire email is the subject line. It just says BRICK STANCE in all caps. That's it. But the email address is... Uh, Postal Postal Worker of the Week at postalserveroftheweek.com. And then it's sent to us, and it's nothing in the in the in the body of the email. And in the subject line, it it's just all caps brick stanson. stanson. That's all it says. Stanson. Well, panel, was that enough to go on? Yeah, that was more than enough, actually. <laughs> uh, Thought it might be. Uh, more than enough. More huh? than enough. His so roommate, tell us what happened. When you went into your Google Plus and you took in, put in brick stance in, it was, in, it was overwhelming the amount of information. His real name's Jeff Stanson. Right. Uh, but they call him brick for a reason. <laughs> I hope uh, so. And, and it, it, here's the deal they call him every brick day, for no reason. Every day, he just loads up the back of the mail carrier truck sure. with just bricks. Why does he do that? Well, I asked the same question. And so here's the earliest thing I can see. This is dating back about 15 years, yeah, okay, yep, yep, yep. Uh, is that he uh, likes the way the car handles better when it's loaded really heavy. But don't with they bricks. need to have parcels in the truck to, to, to take to places? Yeah, what's the brick to partial ratio? Swing and a miss. The old brick to partial ratio is what you said. You you did it, friend. Uh, What's the brick to partial? Nope. No. Fun sucker. What's the brick to parcel ratio? Oh yeah. Good job. Good job. Good job. Yeah, you did it. I, from what I'm seeing on, on the webs, it's a five to one. Five bricks to one parcel? Yeah. How has he not been fired? What's his postal number again? Uh, 728934. Got it. <laughs> Where's he from? Where's he out of? Uh, uh, Nipson. Nipson. No. So I understand that you actually got a I've hold of brick. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah, I they would. Uh, I understand that you got um, Bricks on the line this yes. week and you interviewed him. Yep. And we have a piece of that clip? Yeah, we absolutely do. Trace, cue that up. Now, uh, Bricks, I'm seeing here that it's a five to one ratio. This doesn't seem like it's very conducive for delivering mail. I want to be clear there. Uh, it's a partial ratio. <laughs> so you're confused. Okay. You think it's Bricks to parcels, and it's not. That's partials. Oh, okay. And those are partial, partial parcels. That's what those are. They're parcels that I've cut up into thirds, fourths, sometimes fifths. And, uh, and you know, so they're partials. So it's brick to partials. Uh, are you? So it's actually fewer parcels than you would think. <laughs> are you cutting up people's mail? You don't need to know the details. You just need to know that I am the law. <laughs> no. I... <laughs> And we had to cut the interview right yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I, the fact that Brick Stanson still has a job shows you how legendary. Can I but say he's this? also the law. I don't yeah. know. I hate to say I told you so. Yeah. You guys all jumped on me. That's like, right. I That's wouldn't right. get it. Turns out I will right. say, I believe yeah. 
if my research is correct, he doesn't actually cut stuff up. It's all in his head. But then he then he never explains what a ratio is. Yeah. <laughs> we we never got that ratio. Info. No, I yeah. I got a quick dubstep. Uh, uh, it's me. I'm on the line here. Um. <laughs> we'll be back next week. Until then, Merry Christmas. Deck the Hallmarks of Bramble Jam podcast. It's presented by Philo TV. It's produced by Brandon Gray and recorded live in, yeah, that Greenville, South Carolina. Set decor is by Plum at Haywood Mall. For more information on Deck the Hallmark, you can go to deckthehallmark.com. For more information on Bramble Jam podcast network, you can go to bramblejampodcast.com. You're about to hear some ads that help keep the lights on here at the studio. Feel free to listen. Feel free to turn it off, whatever you want to. But either way, thanks so much for your support.